Welcome to our brand new podcast, Civil War or Civil Discussion, where we are going to explore the people who are trying to do the latter. It has become a cliche to fret about the toxicity in our national discourse. But the truth is, all politics are local, and that is where the shift has to begin. Today on Civil War, Civil Discussion, we at Interactivity Foundation are talking about one Wisconsin woman who has a really cool idea about how to grab the next generation of public servants. Our Adolf Gunderson recently had a conversation with her to tell us more. I'm Adolf Gunderson, fellow of the Interactivity Foundation. With me is Eve Galanter, volunteer coordinator of the Wisconsin Civics Games. The Wisconsin Civics Games is an innovative effort to promote not just understanding or interest, but active involvement in civics through a statewide civics quiz tournament for high school students. Eve Galanter has had a long and distinguished career in public service, including a stint on the Madison, Wisconsin City Council and as chief of staff for U.S. Senator Herb Cole. Eve, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'd like you to start off by telling me again the story of how you were inspired to create this first ever experiment in civic education. One morning, I read a headline in my local newspaper that said, no incumbents challenged. This had to do with both school board and city council. And I began asking others, given my commitment and experience and background in public service, whether they had heard of that in their communities. Anecdotally, it appeared to be widespread that people were not any longer as interested in running for elected office or seeking appointed office. And then the data from a 2016 survey from the Wisconsin Taxpayers Alliance, their research confirmed that 56% of communities had no more than one candidate for each board or council position in their most recent election. And only 5% said they typically had two or more candidates, even when the incumbent wasn't running. This was not the way I remember or the way I believed a democracy should function. It must be that people were losing their civic engagement. And in part, I believe that was due to the fact that civics was no longer being required to be taught in the schools, much as it was back in the 50s and 60s. Now, I'm not suggesting that civics education be mandated. I'm just hoping that we can find a way to bring civic engagement and civil engagement back into our communities. And I brought this idea to the Wisconsin Newspaper Association and their foundation, who appointed me to their board, agreed that this was an excellent way to focus on current events and to spark that interest in civics civic engagement, and bolster public service as what I hope will be a special bonus. So Eve, the Wisconsin Civics Games is really a way to promote civics in a very active way with the support of the Wisconsin Newspapers Association. Tell us some more about who will be involved and how the games will actually work. 
our goal in this inaugural year is to attract the attention of high school civics and social studies, history, teachers around the state of Wisconsin, encouraging them to create teams of students to compete. And the reason we thought of teams rather than individuals was to emphasize teamwork and collaboration in coming to learn about and be able to answer questions about civics on state level, the local level, and on the federal level. So each high school in Wisconsin who wishes to register a team at no expense to the school, will send that team to each of seven regional competitions. Those will be held in February of 2019. And from each of those regional competitions, teams competing against one another, randomly chosen, two teams will come to the state capitol on February 23rd, where we have bipartisan support to host the finals of the civics games at our state capitol. The opportunity will be to challenge students both with true and false questions, with multiple choice, with open-ended questions, so that when we are finished, people will not only know who represents them in the public policy process on the state, local, and federal level, but if someone said to them, there ought to be a law, they would be able to tell those folks exactly how to make that happen. How much of the apparatus, Eve, do you have in place already for the games to function? Well, we're delighted that in each of the seven regions created by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association, with which most high schools are already familiar, although, as I have said, I was tempted to do my own gerrymandering of regions, the campus that is central to each of those regions, the campus of the University of Wisconsin at Green Bay, at La Crosse, at Platteville, at Madison, at Stevens Point, at La Crosse, at Milwaukee, will host these regional events to which we hope to draw not only friends and family and teachers of the students, but to engage the students at the university in this process as well, potentially mentoring the high school students and having an opportunity to show off their campus to future attendees. This is the first year of the games, I understand, but you certainly hope that it will grow over time, right? We do hope it will grow. And as a first-time effort, we recognize that some folks may say, this sounds like fun. This sounds like a great idea. Let's wait and see how it goes this first year. So we have no illusions. We may not have the, the widespread attendance the first year that we hope to accrue over the years as this become a recognized and annual event. There is, according to the National Newspaper Association, no other state like Wisconsin where this is taking place. So we will be 
successful, we hope, not only in attracting the students and the teachers and, and the communities into this effort, but also as serving as a model for other states to follow in the future. To that, I would say, echoing our state model forward. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this up, Eve? I would urge anyone who is interested or thinks this is a good idea to talk to their sons and daughters, to their local school superintendents, to the social studies teachers with whom they may have contact and say, if you're in Wisconsin, go join, register at wisconsinciviksgames.com and become a part of this wonderful effort for civil and civic engagement. Eve, I want to thank you for taking time out of what must be in a tremendously busy organizing schedule to join us. Good luck with the games. May the odds be in your favor. <laughs> Adolf, this was really interesting to listen to. This is such a novel idea, but yet so obvious in that there's such a need for this. High schools have been great places for, you know, debate clubs and things like this. And this fits in very nicely with that. Yeah, to me, it struck me as kind of a revolutionary idea in the technical sense of going back to something that had been done and then stopped being done a long time ago, both in the sense that people used to run for office with greater frequency than they do now. And at least in my time, civics education was a much more live part of the curriculum in high school. So Ms. Galanter's efforts, I think, are revolutionary in both senses of that term. You can see she's really committed to it. I can remember, you know, civic class being a really big thing in high school and actually one of the more fun classes and interesting classes, at least for me, but also I think for other students. And I get the impression that it's just not given as much attention anymore. It's one more thing that's going to be on the test. And, you know, there's not a lot of passion about it. And the reality then becomes, it's true for a lot of the local elections, very few people running for those offices. Sometimes people, many times they run out of post and that's disappointing. Yeah, it certainly is. When you consider that in a representative democracy, if you don't have people vying to be representatives, democracy really withers. Do you find in Wisconsin that more people are getting involved? Uh, is this you know, making some difference? The best information I have, I got from my guest, Eve Galanter, and on her account, the answer to that is no, and that's very worrisome. Recently, I was involved myself in a, a local election, and I found that while the election was highly contested, it was for a state office, which perhaps draws more attention. And what was worrisome to me in the campaign was the nastiness that I encountered while out on the campaign trail. Surely a lot of the people I talked to were open and friendly and the like, but a lot of people treated me as if I was some kind of pariah or something. And all I was doing was engaging in what should be considered part and parcel, if not the centerpiece of our democratic process. So I felt very mm -hmm. put out. And I also was very worried about that because say 20 years ago, I think Wisconsin politics was not only considered very clean, but it was also considered very civil. 
I don't think either one of those is necessarily so true anymore. Yeah, that is concerning. I remember doing um, public interest research group in Michigan about 20 years ago when I was um, an undergrad and, you know, same kind of thing, going door to door, talking to people, you know, about public environmental issues. Most people were receptive to, you know, having that conversation and hearing more about the issues. But yeah, there's a certain amount of jadedness, it seems, these days. I have seen some local political folks, you know, out on the side of the roads waving, but I really don't find that they come to the door very often to really talk about the issues. You know, waving doesn't really tell me where you stand on things. So where you live in Maryland is maybe not all that different from where I live in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I think a lot of the country is probably experiencing, you know, some of the same thing. It's it's like an information overload and, you know, contributing to just a, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. But yet people are very concerned and anxious about the future. There's a lot of big issues on the table, which is why I'm really excited about what we're doing in Chicago with uh, Bellapedia and, you know, having a chance for people in the community to get together and do some listening conversations online with one another, you know, to then pose things that people are concerned about to the politicians that are running for offices in the municipal elections. Yeah, it's a really great way for residents in Chicago to connect with the electoral process and actually help form or shape the electoral coverage there. And it seems like there's a lot of receptivity to doing that. And I think, you know, the idea of being in a more substantial discussion, not a town hall meeting where people are saying a couple words and the audience can maybe ask a question, but, you know, having a meaningful role in, in positing, you know, questions to the folks that are running for real answers, you know, suggests that people do want a way to be involved, but they want it to be a meaningful way. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Civil War or Civil Discussion. I'm Sugud Neely. And I'm Adolf Gunderson. To reach IF on social media, just connect with us on Facebook or tweet us at, at IF Talks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>